Hi everyone, this is Evelina, life coach for immigrants, and today I have with me a very special guest, Wasim Nabolsi. Wasim is originally from Syria. He's a very successful immigrant and owner of many businesses in St. Pete uh, Clearwater area. Wasim, welcome to the show. Uh, thank you for coming. Hi everyone, thank you for having me. Yeah, so we will start as I usually start with my guests. I'm just going to ask you, when did you come? I already mentioned that you're from Syria, but tell us, when did you come to the States? How old were you? I was uh, 24 years old when I came to the States in 1996. Did you come just to study? Technically, yes. I was applying, trying to apply for a student visa in 1996, and I got accepted in Eckerd College, not far from St. Pete. And I came here on an English course, an intensive English course for the summertime. And I came here and I liked the place and I stayed here. Gotcha. So that was, yeah, the, yeah that was the first time I came to the U.S. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you've been here for quite some time. Yeah, yeah so uh, for the listeners to know, I just want to mention to all of you that Wasim and I, we have met a few days ago. And we sat down just to kind of chat about this interview and what we will be discussing and as we talked for probably about an hour, I kept on going, oh, my gosh, we should talk about this. And then we would talk about something else. And I would have exactly the same reaction because there is so much wisdom in Wasim. <laughs> so Thank much experience. Much. Well, it's true, right? We really had a good conversation and we yeah. touched on so many different points. So this is why I decided to... Instead of choosing one specific topic, I've decided that it's best to ask Wasim, what are the keys to being a successful entrepreneur here in the United States if you are an immigrant? So Wasim, what do you think would be some of those things that are very, very important? Well, I mean, the most important part is, um, I mean, talking about entrepreneur and also, I mean, generally speaking, the most important part is you have to have a plan. You know, a lot of people don't have a plan where they're going in life. So you have to have a plan. And when mm-hmm. I was uh, when I was overseas, I had a plan that I want to be in the U.S. even when I was 14 years old. You know, I put it like, you know, uh, between my eyes that one day I'm going to be in the U.S. How? I didn't know how. So that was my plan before even I thought about, like, you know, being an entrepreneur. You just go to the U.S. because the opportunity way much better than my country. I would say. Mm-hmm. So that was the first step. And then I had to execute that plan. And I think about it and how to, do I get my plan executed correctly and not failing from the first try. I did it. And uh, that was the first thing. So once you have a plan, everything comes easy. The challenges you have to meet, they're not going to be the, so hard because you have a plan. You have a vision. You're, you, you know where you're heading. You know where you want to do. I mean, that is the most important part. Then everything yeah. comes easy. I know it is tough, and I faced a lot of challenges, but I did mm-hmm. not give up. I kept going over and, you know, keep trying, keep trying, keep trying until I get what I want. I said, this is the plan. I'm going to be in the U.S. When, how, I did not put the date, but I said, I'm going to have to execute the plan. So the first step, I left Syria. I went to the United Arab Emirates. I was there working. You know, I started getting experience. I was young, 18 years old, didn't know anything. Get a job there, textiles, you know, retail shops. And that's when I start learning about business and entrepreneur. And um, at the same time, 
you know, I kept the plan going. And mm-hmm. within four years, I made sure when I go apply for the visa, I would get accepted, you know. And I sure did when I went there. So that was the plan. And it took me like four or five years to uh, be in the USA. So that was the first plan. The second thing, what I thought is when I, when I landed here, I said, I'm going to go to school. I'm going to finish my education here. I'm going to USF. I'm going to graduate with a master's degree. And within time frame, I put the time frame. I said, within five years, I have to graduate. So, uh, uh, and then I said, I want to get a job. And um, that's when everything started like, coming back to me and say, okay, uh, what kind of job are you going to get? How are you going to get a job? Where are you going to see yourself in the next five, ten years from now? And this is when I start thinking that, you know, in order to really be co- uh, doing something that you like in life. And uh, I said, I want to have my own business. And that was my plan as well. So it's it just like something I, I had, you know, back in my mind right before I started everything. And um, I kept going towards my, my goals. Okay, so it's almost like the first point of your plan was to come to the U.S., right? And then you work on that. Yeah. And then the second one, okay, to be successful, I first have to be educated, so I'm going to school. And then, well, I actually want to be working by myself. So that, And that's when the plan was unfolding for the next step. Uh, <clears throat> it's fascinating, right, because there was, there was a little bit of flexibility in you, but you also had this determination because you knew that the end result will be your life right now, right? Yes. Well, I mean, of course, you have to be determined. You have to trust yourself. The problem is, first of all, you have to trust yourself. Once you trust yourself, then you will be able to uh, see a lot of positive things, you know, because, you know, trust and confidence is contagious. Once you tell people, like, you know, you want to do it, people like that kind of confidence. So they will drive their energy from that. And as well, they share it with you. So you have to trust yourself first. And then, you know, when you have a goal, when you set up a goal in your life, this is where I want to be in the next five to ten years. And then you execute you have to see all the challenges. And when you meet the, when you see the challenges, you don't tend to the negative around you because a lot of noises start telling me, I'm not going to make it. You know, a lot of people went to the U.S. What are you going to do? Are you going to be like in a, uh, working for a gas station or, you know, getting a job, barely paying your bills? You're better off staying here. I mean, everybody told me that before even I left. Oh, if you get a chance to, get, uh, to go to school, no way you will ever go to school. That's mm. people keep telling me even before I left when I was in Dubai. You know, they say, I don't think, you know, at 24, because you quit school, you know, you've been out of school since four years ago, you're going to go back to school. That's crazy. First. Second, I don't think you'll be able to graduate. You're not going to be able even to understand English. That's what they keep telling me every day, all my friends. So as people are coming at you, right, and they're giving you their own self-doubt, basically, is what they're doing. They're projecting on you their thoughts that would stop them. Right, you're not hearing them. What is happening in your mind? It's like, well, I will prove to you. Watch me, kind of a. Thought. No, actually, what? exactly. Actually, the more they told me this, the more determined I become. You know that I'm gonna Love succeed. It. I drove my energy, and I'm still driving energy from those people, the, the negative people. I drive my energy from them because they challenge me, and I like somebody who challenged me. And so, the more they said I can't do it, I prove them wrong every time. So, I mean, seriously, I'm not talking about only friends, friends, family, everyone else. I mean, it's like you're going to a country that um, you have no idea. It's not your culture. You know, you don't speak the language. What are you going to do? You don't have anybody. Who's going to help you? How are you going to go there? How do you know anybody? Why would you go to uh, Florida? Why Florida? Why St. Pete? 
because I was accepted mm-hmm. in school. You know, how mm-hmm. are you going to communicate when you, when you land there? Who's going to take you? Who's going to pick you up from the airport? So all these questions, you know, they keep saying it to me constantly before even I left. And it was kind of like, uh, you know what, let me try. Why not just try and, and I'll tell you later. And the more mm-hmm. I push the envelope, I mean, it's easier than what people say. People actually amplify this, make it like so horrific, so scary, when in reality it's not. Because you're not going to desert. Uh, you're going to a country where people, you don't see people starving on, you know, starving to death on the street. The system will help you. You know, I remember when I landed here, when I went to school, the first time I applied, I went to the school, uh, the school teacher, she was like in, in the college, and I told her, do you think I can go to school? And she looked at me like, why not? Because everybody told me you cannot go to school. It's hard for mm-hmm. you to study different language. And she told me, why not? Why you, why you think like you're, you, you know, different from anyone else? You could do it. Yes, you could do it. And I never forget that statement when she said that. I said, wow, mm-hmm. I got four, you know, GPA all the way until I graduated, you know? Wow. So because I applied myself, yeah, and I have proof, you know, of my GPA. You know, I, I finished like, you know, my the first two years college and then I went to USF studying marketing, finance, and I didn't know anything about math. You know, my math was horrible. But I was determined to figure it out, and I became very good at math because I learned mm-hmm. literally math from scratch. You know, even though I went to school in Syria, but I wasn't really good in math. I was horrible. So when I get, I get to school, they said in order to pass the classes, you have to take geometry, algebra, derivatives, and I didn't know anything about them. And, I, and it was kind of like an you know, always mind-boggling for me to understand them. But I was determined to start from zero. And I mm-hmm. did really make high grades in every math class because I'm from, from scratch. So people keep saying to me that you cannot learn that subject. You cannot understand this because that's above, above you. And I proved them wrong. Not because I want to prove them wrong, because I tried. All I mm-hmm. did try. And all I tell people is try. Just try. See how it goes. What do you get to lose? You got nothing to lose. Just try. The math that you were studying in Syria... And the math you were studying here in the United States, I'm sure it was a different level, right? Because this is university level math. But altogether, like what's coming to my mind is that there was math in Syria and this is math too. And what was different is were, it was just your attitude. Like you're determined here to understand it, to take, to take it to the very basics. And it's almost like it was a different version of the same human being. The one in what? Syria was like, math is hard. I can't learn it. The ones in the States, I will figure it out. Yes, and let me just uh, confirm that statement. In Syria, the culture is the pessimist culture. You know, mm-hmm. in school, they want to just see how you're going to fail. They, they mm-hmm. just look at you and say, okay, they're going to give you the hardest equation ever so they see how you fail. And here, the culture is what we, can, what we can do to help you succeed. That is the culture you have to be in. In Syria, everything, because in Syria, it's a socialized education. So only a few people, they can go apply for, you know, medical school if they get higher grades in their high school. So everything is competing to see who's going to fail, not who's going to succeed, okay? And that is the huge difference between the culture. When the culture surrounding you here, surrounding you in school, they're trying to tell you, you have so many different ways you can succeed. It's not that difficult. Once you live in that kind of environment, you will excel. No doubt about it. I mean, I believe in it 100%. You have to surround yourself with positive people constantly. So they can help you succeed. 
You know, when you are surrounding yourself with negative people, of course you're going to fail because you listen to it constantly, constantly, constantly. Yeah, I agree with you, right? So it's, it's fascinating because it's almost like we come from mentally and emotionally, like because of the history of our countries, like a lower yeah. level, right? Yeah, and, But because absolutely. we grew up there, <laughs> we are stronger, right? And then you come here and you have a bunch of different challenges that are just thrown at you and you have to figure out your way through it and you face it and you become even stronger because of that. And um, then as you keep on going and keep on becoming more successful, like when we talked on Monday, you told me, like, I'm just cruising in my life now. Like, it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we yep. all should be going after, just cruising, setting up the life in a way where things are manageable. You're very smart about how you manage your time overall, how you're spending your time, your priorities. All of that is in place, right? And, and you can be cruising. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, when you, once you come here or if you want to come here and try the culture here, you're going to realize, you know, the, your opportunities first. You're going to realize how many, how many things you've been told about this country. It's not true. You know, how many things you've been told about this culture and it's not true. But at the same time, also don't forget, you know, your culture also made you stronger because if you made it here, then you are strong. I mean, I remember my friend when he told me, he's like, you know, you always seem you're not going to fail. And they were like, why? What do we think? He's like, you're an immigrant. You know, you're mm-hmm. not a citizen by birth. You're a citizen by choice. And that's a huge difference. He literally told me this. You're a citizen by choice. You choose to be a citizen here. You're, you're not, you weren't born here. So uh, your chances to fail, he said, your chances are a lot less than, you know, the people who were born here because they take it for granted. So here mm-hmm. we go, you know. I mean, it was, people have to think that way. But right now, I would consider Google is the equalizer. You know, the internet mm-hmm. is the equalizer. Because, you know, give us like equal opportunity to every single person in this country, regardless of your race, your color, your, your ethnicity, you know, your language. It gives you an equal opportunity. You can do whatever yeah. you want to do. Just go on the internet and search how you're going to start a business or find a job or whatever you want to do in your life. You know, you have every tool to help you. So you have no excuse. You know, people told me from, from day one, I told them what I want to do, and they said, yes, you could do it, you know? Mm-hmm. And that will change. That opened my mind more and more every time I meet people here, and they tell me, why not? Why not? And even if you don't speak the language, we're going to teach you. We'll help you. Don't worry. Make mistakes. And I always tell people, make mistakes. That's not, it's not, nothing, nothing wrong with that. But don't dwell in your mistake. You know, move on. Fix it and move on. But don't think if you made a mistake, it's the end of the world. Oh, absolutely. I I 100% agree with you. And, you know, that's the perfectionist in us, right? That it's like the moment you make a mistake, then something has gone wrong. And now you just need to turn around and completely abandon the goal. Some of us have it very, very strong within our personality where we just tend to do that. But you're right. Learn from the mistake, evaluate, and try again. Anything else that you have in your points to succeed? Coming back to the conversation, anything else that you would suggest for a Well, I mean, once you have a goal in your life, once, once you mm-hmm. set up a goal in your life, then you put the plan to execute that goal, you know? And mm-hmm. then along the way, you have to be, like what I said, you have to be persistent, persistent perseverance. You have to have patience. Nothing comes overnight. You have to see the long-term vision. Don't, sh- don't focus on the short-term because a lot of people, they just want to have it now, you know, immediately. It doesn't happen immediately. And most importantly, you have to 
always spread the positive. You have to be a positive person constantly so that positive hits you back and it helps you along the way. Stay away from negative people. But the most important part is once you have a goal and you are shooting at that goal, you have to keep going nonstop. And once you make it the top, the most important part, which a lot of people forget, they cannot maintain the top. They just go crazy. Their brain cannot handle that situation. You know, how are you going to not only humble yourself, but how are you going to keep your ground solid? And you have to humble. You have to be approachable. You have to speak to people. You have to always, you know, accept criticism, accept people giving you feedback. Just put in your mind that it might go away in any minute. When you put your mindset that way, Every day you wake up, you see it's it's a blessing, you know, it's it's a present. It's it's kind of like, you know, I've been given another chance. Regardless of your situation, you always have to be appreciative, gratitude, and, you know, think about it, you know, it might go away in any minute. So true. And we forget that death can be just around the corner. And I always say, once you make it to the top, you have to reach out to those who are, you know, behind you. And you have to help them as well. Yeah. That's right. Build a legacy. Build a legacy, right? When is your book coming out? My book? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when is it coming out? If you should write one. You know that, right? I Maybe, yeah, I should, right? Maybe. In the, in, in, yeah. In, at the end, absolutely. I should write a book, yeah. Do, like, without about a question. As I walked away on Monday, I was like, oh, my God, he is just... I mean, look how many people you could inspire. I mean, it's I, just I, unbelievable how many I agree. People, I mean, I, I make yeah. me like, make me humble. And I feel like, you know, if I did something, you know, uh, a positive impact on someone, it makes my day because I would love to see people succeed. I mean, I mean, I was always, always, when I see, you know, the graduation ceremony, I always have mm-hmm. tear in my eyes when I see kids, you know, make it to the highest, you know, degree and graduated. I, it makes me feel good, you know, when people achieve their goal and people, you know, you know, become successful. It makes me feel good. Is it because you have gone through it, like the studying, and like you had to convince yourself you can be good at math, and all of it, it wasn't easy, right? And so you yeah. understand the drive that it takes. That's probably it, right? That's why you get emotional. Also understand the drive, and two, if, if for nothing, to prove all the naysayers, all the negative people, all the people who always have, you know, a, a pessimist, you know, uh, uh, idea about life and about success and about school to tell them um, you're on the wrong side of history. You know, mm-hmm. you're going down. You're not gonna. You're not gonna. If you stay with this kind of attitude, you're on the right side of history, because only the right thing will uh, will progress. We can conquer all the fear and we can conquer the, the you know all the, the the problem on earth if we just be united and and just take care of each other. Yeah, it starts as one person at a time, though. So if you write a book, you know, here we go. Here is a book from someone who came from this country. And, uh, you know, think about the young men that you could influence that are from Syria and are not seeing a possibility of having a different life because they are under the same type of a pressure that you have been under, but they don't have that idea Dictatorship. at all. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I mean, you guys were communism, you know, communism with yeah. Russia, and, and, and we were like, you know, we're not far, far, far off. We're like, you know, fascism plus communism plus socialism plus dictatorship, all the above, you know? Mm-hmm. All the above. We went through all of it. And I understand, you know, how people feel. I understand where, you know, every day how they have to, you know, uh, 
just uh, uh, struggled for everyday life. When when I met you, I was like talking to you for a while, you know, mm-hmm. because I'm like, you know, I I can I can relate to that story myself. Very much can relate to that yeah. story, and I always want to share it. You know, if I can relate to something, I'm always passionate about it. Well, yeah, it's your life, right? That wisdom, and there's like, no, it's almost like there's that energy build up behind it that wants to be expressed, that wants to be shared, because there are other people out there that are earn, like yearning for it. They want to hear it. They want to hear a story of a successful immigrant, because you know what? There's a lot of people out there who are not successful, that are immigrants, that are struggling, that are believing whatever story they brought from back home. You know, like the thought that you had, I'm not that good at math, that could stand in somebody's way. You chose to change that thought and be like, no, I'll figure it out. I'll learn from the very beginning and I'll figure it out. There's a lot of I mean, people who will hold on to their old identity. Yeah, it just it just came like, you know, without, I didn't even think about it because I remember that. When I was growing up, you know, in Syria, school is it's dictating. They dictate in the classroom. The teacher dictates. You cannot mm-hmm. ask questions. So it get me, made me scared, you know. And I never asked mm-hmm. questions, and I thought, really, I'm bad in math. I'm very bad. I never succeed. In my high school, I struggled. You know, my, my math was, the, you know, maybe I failed in math. And when mm-hmm. I hit school here, I look at it like, you know, why? Why? It's hard. Let me, let me start from scratch. Maybe I, I learned something wrong. And literally, when I applied myself 100%, and I want to understand it from scratch, from subtraction and addition, and the more I applied myself, the better I become at it. So it's like, yeah. why, why would, why they told me like, you know, I suck in math. I'm not good. I'm, I'm, I'm not good in science. I'm not good in language. I'm not good in anything. You know, it makes me feel like, you know, unworthy of anything. And that puts me down. My self-esteem is gone. You know, I have a low mm-hmm. self-esteem. I have less expectation on myself. And that's how, you know, the culture in Syria put me every day. You know, listen, this country is not perfect. Far from perfect. This country has a lot of issues. U.S. But at least this country is evolving. You know, what makes it stronger is it's not a homogeneous society. It is a different people from all walks of life. Your next door is Filipino. You know, next down the street, you're Turkish. So you share your weakness. The weakness is not shareable. Your weakness, his strength, and your strength, his weakness. And that's how we, you know, complement each other. But when you go to a homogeneous society, people share the same mistakes over generation and generation. They all have the same issue. They want to drink tea with, with 10 spoons of sugar, okay? That's how they've been doing it for the last 100,000 years. And they keep doing it over and over and over again. Nobody challenged the status quo. People yeah. don't see that. In this country, mm-hmm. my next door is black. My next door is a Jewish, you know? Uh, my, my, my neighbor is Filipino. This is not, you don't see it in, in Syria. In Syria, everybody, they grew up, they've been rooted in this city for a hundred years so they share that's what they say homogeneous and and when the cell is you know has you know same 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 uh uh problem you know always they have a weakness and that weakness is shareable over the generation here in america our our variety our differences makes it stronger not weaker you know it makes it stronger really it makes this country stronger because everybody from different perspective different countries so tell me um we will be wrapping up, but I would love to know if uh, you're willing to share with the um, listeners where they can find you, where they can go to check out your restaurants, your businesses. Yeah, St. Pete downtown, first gastro lounge in St. Pete on Beach Drive. It's kind of like a high-end cocktail bar slash uh, fine dining. 
uh, we serve really Mediterranean food, and uh, we have uh, nice cocktails, and uh, we have a good vibe on the weekdays. Uh, we have live music every every day almost, and then we have a DJ on the weekend. We've been doing business for by now four years, and we're doing very good. So if anybody wants to come and visit, welcome. Uh, you can miss it. We have an outside seating area as well, you know, uh, sidewalk cafe as well, you know. It's yeah, a sightseeing. And it's a beautiful place. Yeah, fantastic. Listen, Wasim, um, your life just shows what happens when a person has a long-term plan and is diligent and does not, you know, you didn't stand in your own way. And I, I think that your life is just a beautiful proof of what happens when we um, we keep on pushing ourselves forward. So thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with my listeners. I am sure that there are some young immigrant entrepreneurs out there that need us to hear exactly what you have shared today. And I really thank you from the bottom of my heart for Absolutely. that wisdom. It was such a pleasure to have you here. Thank you so much. I'm so happy that I shared my story with you. I'm so happy that if anybody got like, you know, heard my story and there will be, you know, it has an impact, a positive impact on their life. I would love to hear that. And, um, you know, with the humility and uh, thank you for, you know, having me. Thank you very much. Absolutely. You know, I'm always, always willing to share and help and, and support. Thank you very Wonderful. much. Wonderful. Thank you. All right, friends. I hope you have enjoyed our conversation and hearing what seems story inspired you to keep on excelling in your life. If you are an immigrant, you are already very strong. I'm here to remind you about that and support you on this journey. If you've enjoyed this podcast and would like to hear more, please subscribe to be notified when I upload new episodes and make sure to leave your rating. This is the very beginning of my podcasting journey and your support really matters. Thank you so much for listening. I will talk to you next time on December 11th. The holiday season is almost here and many of you will be spending it once again without your loved ones. We're going to talk about that. It's not easy. It makes many of us very sad. But we somehow make it work, don't we? We will explore how to make it easier on ourselves so that we actually enjoy the celebrations. Well, have a great day and I will talk to you then. Bye-bye.